everybody. It's your weekly, except in the last four weeks weekly, podcast, <laughs> the Ranting and Braving podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Eric Marcus. I'm Kellen Key. Uh, it is late night here on the East Coast. It is hot night here on the West Coast. On the West Coast, but it's what, 100 degrees? Something like that. I think Something like that. earlier it was 89. It was 102 earlier today. So we're we're going through it. My air conditioning's down, so I'm really going through it. <laughs> well, but not to rub it in, here. but we had mid-80s with pocketed, blanketed skies today. So and a gentle nice. breeze. Well, that's good because you guys are the nice. ones with hot in your city name, whereas we don't get that usually. It's true. Hotlanta, it's that. And it's it's the humidity. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. It gets gross. Um, but speaking of hot, Eric, mm-hmm. our boys are on a nice little hot streak right now. Helps when you get to play the boys in New York because they've been pretty terrible this year. And that's both, both New Mets York and Yankees. Yeah, that was nice. The the what it's not the subway series, but do we call it the what do we call that? Um, maybe the subway slaughter or the I don't know. So that's what we did. We just came in and took their lunch money. The the, the five holler foot long. I don't know. It's um, <laughs> but that was that was impressive. Was, we lost one. Yeah, we lost one game in New York. Yeah, well, on a Sunday seven. afternoon against the Mets' only competent pitcher. I'm not worried. No, no, but you know, and we pitched Johnny Chirinos. Yeah. Who? Oh, gosh. We'll I'm ready for the Chirinos experience to be over. Um, yes, we'll get there. Uh, but a quick recap, Eric. When we played or last spoke, we talked about our Brewers series. We went two for three there. Pretty nice, you know, against a middling central team. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we took zero of two against a Red Sox team that just can't figure out whether it wants to win or if it wants to give up. Uh <laughs> Stepped in Brewers, three for three, so feeling good there. Um, the Halos series uh, met the Otani full Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels. I'm sure we're going to get to that. Two out of three, mm. felt good. Cubs, mm. we had to give Swanson his due, so we let them take two or three there. Uh, split with the Pirates. Mm-hmm. You can insert cricket sounds post-production mm, here mm, um mm, but then we yeah. got to new york and if you can make it there eric you can make it anywhere <laughs> and we made it there we made yeah. it there and we took we took six of seven games from the yanks when was the last time we did that i don't think ever like that's because the yankees have been pretty consistently a thorn in our sides and the mets i mean we've kicked their butt for the last couple years but I don't know. I was impressed. It was cool. I think it's a sad state of affairs for New York. Like they've been terrible, and the Yankees are really concerning because they're not even trying to be bad, and they're bad. How long does Brian Cashman stay there? If there's your gut feeling, I think Brian Cashman gets one more year to figure it out. But I think that Aaron Boone's done. No, he's not done. The theatrics alone. People will watch that. <laughs> Did you see his his impersonation of the ump? Oh, who didn't see that? Yeah, it was that great. was that was prime time money. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would watch replays of that. 
Was did John Boy? Did we get a John Boy replay? Yep, he did a re- he. They did a breakdown of it. Oh man, I gotta watch that. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it was great. I'll send it to you. Okay, but yeah, it was send great. It to me. I'm I sure was it was great. I'm sure it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, Booney. Oh yeah. man, yeah, they won't fire him for at least another two to three years because he'll get he'll get some time with the new GM and and but the theatrics, man. So you think good. they they move on from Cashman? I mean, you I got think to. what. Yeah, I think what's been interesting with the Yankees is they so when you go through a rebuild, sometimes you get the guys, you hit the right guys and they're successful. Other times you pick those same guys and they just don't pan out. And I think that's what happened with the Yankees, because the guys that they've had, like I was listening to a podcast and they talk about it. Greg Bird never made it to the big leagues. Glaber Tours, fine. Um, they had a couple of different guys, Clint Frazier. There's another guy in the outfield that never really panned out. Even Jordan Montgomery hasn't really taken off. Um, Aaron judge was good. Gary Sanchez is kind of hit and miss. Um, and so you had this series of Yankees prospects that have just not really become even Luis or, um, Severino hasn't mm-hmm. been amazing and so it's like okay what's going on here like they've just kind of floundered and that happens sometimes whereas other times you hit on your Acuna your Aussie your I mean Acuna Aussie Austin Riley Max Freed um Kyle Wright even um and when you have that many prospects hit you can afford to sign an Ozuna, miss on a or I mean miss on an Ozuna even. You can go after a Donaldson. Like you can go after some of those guys and when Freddie leaves, you can replace him with something because you're showing your pro your prospects are proving to be worthy and valuable, which other teams see. T- people see, hey, if you get a Braves prospect, they're probably gonna be something. Now you have to be able to develop them yourself, which is why the A's have been so terrible but um i think that's not because the braves guys don't aren't any good i think it's because whoever's taking them isn't able to develop those guys and that's indicative of what you can do in the future so the braves are doing a good job of both picking the right guys and developing them. same thing with the dodgers that's what the dodgers do every year is they hit on the right guys and they develop them generally i mean over the years, the Dodgers consistently have a group of young players coming in to replace the old players. Um, during the time right before the Braves got good, it was Corey Seager, it was Cody Ballinger, it was unearthing That's That's fair. Chris Taylor, That's fair. Uh, Max Muncy came out of nowhere. Uh, who's the other guy? Yeah, but he was an A's guy that just needed a change of scenery. He... Sure, but that's the same thing with like worked. when we... You're not wrong. Justin Turner, like they, they found these guys who were like, oh yeah. Like anyone could have had Justin Turner, but he landed with the Dodge. They turned him into something. Anyone could have had Max Money. He landed with the Dodge. They figured something out. Chris Taylor, same thing. And so some of that is development. And teams that can develop players have an advantage because you can give them, they can make the most of what they get. Whether you're a first pick or a last pick. That's why the Angels haven't been able to be successful it's not because they don't have good players it's because they can't develop players so 
Sure, Mike Trout made it. Sure, Shohei Otani made it. Those guys weren't developed by the Angels. Those guys were finished products. Maybe not finished products, but they were superstar players, but without any help. So when, like, in order to be sustainable and long-lasting, you need to be able to continually build, like, a team and a foundation. And when you get rid of your foundation in favor of now, 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 you end up with a, a, a bad foundation. I mean, we see it all over the Bible. They talk about you need to build a strong foundation in order for you to be steady. And it's the same thing with baseball. Look at you pulling the Jesus juke out of there. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Um, but also, Eric, haven't you heard? Money buys championships. Well, yeah, that's that's what the Mets did. That's why they're I mean, they're in first place, right? I mean, they did spend four hundred million dollars, right? Four hundred million dollars, and you're almost guaranteed to win a championship, right? I well, mean, and they went for it at the at the deadline, right? They had a busy deadline. They had a real busy deadline. I mean, unlike last year, where we could have waited till June to call the division race. I mean, they called it before we ever even started playing this year, because <laughs> it's a four hundred million dollar payroll. Money buys championships, Eric. Yeah, and the Padres tried that too. Oh man, I forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot they were a team for a second. Um, wow, wow, and that's funny because I showed you Fernando Tatis Senior's baseball card that that's I. That's awesome. Day. That was so cool. Oh man, dude, I went down memory lane. It was terrible. That's I have cool. like Troy Gloss on the Angels, like every Topps two thousand and two card that is not worth anything and none of the valuable ones it just <laughs> just oh the bums it was but just a bunch of david x signs and darren yeah. Erdstad's and yeah actually i think darren Erdstad was in there <laughs> that's cool <laughs> i loved nice. darren Erdstad was one of my favorite players growing up because he had the high socks and he could play in the outfield but he could play first base i just thought he was so cool it was, yeah, it was a trip down memory lane. I couldn't tell you. I had like two different versions of Tatis Sr. Of course, then it was just Fernando Tatis. It wasn't mm-hmm. Junior Senior. But here we are, Eric, two old men mm-hmm. watching his son play baseball. Right. Same thing with Vlad. Oh, we I know. grew up watching and, Vlad. And Biggio. And Biggio. Whose card I also had. Mm-hmm. And, and a bunch of other Vlad. guys on the Blue Jays. It's just nuts. It's yeah. just nuts. It's annoying. But here we go. Upcoming, Eric, tomorrow night we start uh, a series of three games against the uh, San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. Could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, little West Coast trip. But then uh, we're we're at home mm-hmm. for the Mets, which talk about terrible. You're in New York, and then you got to fly to the West Coast, and then you got to fly back to the East Coast for a series with the Mets, and then. Wait, no, Wait, I think you got it backwards. Never mind. I'm sorry. Home against the Giants, home against the Mets, road against Giants, Rockies, Dodgers. But still, um, we get a nice three game. um, We get our three game bye week there um, in between Mm. the Giants series (laughs) and, uh, you know, at the Rockies. So I'm ready Mm -hmm. for home run derby. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's hope so, though. I always get nervous with these bum teams, like even the Pirates series. I thought for sure. We were going to take at least three of those games. And the Pirates, oh gosh, I don't ever want to see a Pirates game. Like, those guys are annoying. They're the most annoying team on the planet. But I'm not going to lie. We could lose all three in Colorado. But if we hit, like, 
25 dingers, I'm not mm-hmm. going to be mad. That's just going to yeah. be good, good fun. Good. Fun It'll be fun. fun. It'll be fun. And, then and Eric, the Dodgers finally, series should be fun. Finally, the Dodgers series. We got four, and you get to go to the game mm-hmm. on that Friday. Lucky yeah. you. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I'll be a in-house correspondent. It'll be a yes. You got to get that press pass though, so you get all the yeah. behind-the-scenes action. You can follow me on the X, where I'll be Xing about the game. Listen, I have such a problem with with that, <laughs> if for no other reason than for having to ask people, "Hey, haven't you read my exes? Haven't you seen my exes?" Like, I don't want anybody looking at my exes. That's a history that I don't want anybody creeping yeah. into. Like, man, you want to talk about killing my cred or 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 doing something negative to the mojo? Don't yeah. look at my exes. Yeah, Ooh. don't look at X. No. Oh so, gosh. Oh gosh. What a joke. Um, not joking though. Trade line or trade deadline acquisitions, Eric. We um we weren't the busiest. Mm-hmm. But uh, Anthopolis doing what only he does, uh, which is those surprise trades that you kind of go, huh? Mm-hmm. And yet somehow takes nothing and and makes it into something, um, unless your name is Yanni Chirinos. Um, yeah. But let's go from the top. Pierce Johnson, mm-hmm. Eric. How has that been? In your he's opinion? been really good. I think. I think he got off to a rough start because I think he came in and immediately gave up runs, which is like, oh, great. We got a guy from the Rockies and he's no good. But I think ever since then, he's been really solid. Um, and he's another right-handed pitcher, which is always helpful because you need something to balance out the A.J. Minters of the world. But I like I like Pierce Johnson. I think I think right-handed A.J. Minter is a good comp for him. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he's not a world beater. But when you really need a guy like more often than not, he's going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I saw that I read about, and I'm trying to remember where I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't Reddit. Um, was X? <laughs> what next? Actually, it might have been X. Um, <laughs> but his his RPMs on his pitches, like mm. in Colorado, like he should have been getting more movement on his pitches. He just wasn't mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I guess, you know, hashtag altitude. Yeah. Um but you know, getting reacclimated to below, below the Rockies, mm-hmm. and uh, he's doing all right. It's, yeah, um, I've always found the Colorado elevation and how that affects pitching really, really interesting. I have a vivid memory of watching Adam Ottavino, who was then the closer, maybe setup guy for the Rockies, and he throws this like frisbee movement slider. It slides all the way across the plate. And he was effective because he throw, throws a slider. And the slider's not as affected by altitude as a curveball. Whereas a curveball gets flattened out by altitude. So, um, unfortunately, I don't actually know what the repertoire is for Pierce Johnson. But if he's thrown a curveball, his curveball is going to bite much more in Atlanta than it would in Colorado. And if he's thrown a slider, then the Braves probably saw a guy that can throw a nasty slider and said let's go get him so shame on me for not knowing what he throws but i'll do my i'll do my homework and i'll be better next time and then brad hand brad hand i think was our next move and he's been solid ish what do you think what do you think of brad hand he's he's been around yeah i think around is a good way to 
he's he's really great at the the chops when we hit home runs coming out of the bullpen. <laughs> Real enthusiastic. I think that's that's been that's been the thing. Um, he's I, really enthusiastic. There we go. When I think that's what we thought we were going to get from Nicky Lopez was enthusiasm, yes. and now Brad Brad Hand has been the Guillermo Heredia of the bullpen. <laughs> there we go. In my in my brief yeah. moments of observation, when we can see him, um, I'll tell you. <laughs> speaking of Nicky Lopez, the magic of flipping uh-huh. the mess that was Taylor Hearn. <laughs> And he tried. Lopez. He tried really hard. He did. You know, give him credit. But to turn that into Nikki Lopez, like at this point, I gotta wonder if Alex Anthopoulos has dirt on like everybody in Major League <laughs> Baseball. Yeah. One Nikki Lopez isn't even like a bum. Like Nikki Lopez no. is like a real dude. Like he's a serviceable like platoon guy. Yeah, and he can pitch. Well. <laughs> That he had ERA. one scoreless. He had one scoreless inning against the Mets, so we got our two way player. We'll trade him for Shohei at the or not trade him, but we'll him and Shohei can be our two way players next year. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, but speaking uh, um, of Shohei, we'll uh, we'll pivot because I don't even want to give Yanni Chirinos the time. I'm ready to be done <laughs> with that. He's a he's a long relief guy <laughs> at best, but. Wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, who would you rather have? Yanni Chernos or oh gosh. Let me think of um what was that guy from last year? Jake Odorizzi. Honestly, I would rather have Odorizzi. Okay. What about Yanni? Because Odorizzi would give you innings. I mean, they weren't pretty. Uh But more yeah. often than not, he was serviceable. Right now, Chirinos just looks like a bullpen guy. Him or Cole Hamels? Ooh. Cole Hamels now or Cole Hamels two years ago? Braves Cole Hamels. Hmm. The one who, I don't think he ever pitched for us. He Or me, might he might have done like an inning or something. He pitched like an inning. Yeah. He was Cole Hamels. What a joke, man! I don't. And know. then I think he got another contract and didn't pitch again for them. Oh gosh, what was the name of the? We got another guy, um, twenty twenty, I think, who was just awful. Um, uh, I know who you're talking about. Um, it's from, from the Baltimore. Yeah, it's like what was the, that guy's name? He was terrible. Um, we've had a lot of weird names. Um, didn't it start with an O? No. M. Um, who knows? Um, yeah. Do you remember Williams Perez? I do remember Williams Perez. I never liked Williams Perez. No, not a likable guy. No, especially when your name is backwards. When your first name is your last name, and your last name is your first name. You know, I'm not going to jump on people for having backwards first and last <laughs> names. That is fair. Um, I think okay in that argument, I think I'd rather have Chirinos over Hamels only because Chirinos actually pitches innings. Fair, it's a good but, reason. But it's it's closer than the experts think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Chirinos was bad. Uh, Tommy Malone, that was the guy I was thinking of. Oh yes. So Maloney, Chirinos Maloney. or Tommy Malone? Ooh. Oh, 
Don't make me pull up Tommy Malone's numbers. I I won't. I won't. I'm I'm gonna go Chirinos out of self defense. So there we go. So okay. we got a guy that we like. It's two out of three. Would you rather have this dog turd or would you rather have this brown paper back with dog turd in it set on fire? That that was my decision, Eric. <laughs> well, you know, it's all about perspective. Give me the one not on fire. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not on fire, poor Shohei Otani living in the mediocrity. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel for them. They go for it at the deadline, and what have they done? Well, let's just say they haven't done what they were supposed to do. Um, Since the deadline, the Angels have gone 5 of 19. They have 5 wins since the deadline. Or wait, five. they've got 5 wins since they traded for Lucas Giolito, which was the same day that the Angels said, we're going for it. We're not trading Shohei. We're going to be a contender. They went 1-3, 1-3, 0-4, 1-3, 1-3, 1-3, 1-3. on, guys. You made us do a whole podcast about the Angels. And how do you reward us? You go 5 of 19. It, it just, to me, it baffles me. I mean, to the, to the degree that, like, I, I just, it's sickening. That mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna have another postseason that doesn't feature two of the best players in baseball mm-hmm. because the rest of the team stinks. And on a, on a, just a, a logistics level, I mean, yeah, okay, you weren't super excited about returns that you were gonna get. Well, it's a whole lot better than which is what they're gonna get. There's no yeah. way. There's no way if they finish the year on this trajectory that he goes. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to song long term with these guys. Right. Yeah, I think that's what's crazy about it is like they're literally going to get nothing for him. Like he's going to be with the Dodgers or the Braves or Seattle or the Giants or who knows who. Listen, show ATL. Let's make it a thing. Yeah. But it's like, come on, guys, like you wasted your opportunity. You know, when you're at the playground and you're a kid. And you want to go on the swings and there's somebody already on the swings. It's like, okay, 10, 9, 8, you get to the last couple seconds. You're like, 3, 2, 1, get off. It's like, we've gotten to the 3, 2, 1, get off with the Angels. And it's like, all right, give me Shohei. You've wasted him long enough. It's our turn. I just, I don't know where he goes. I mean, San Francisco, to me, realistically, at this point, looks like the only team that's going to have the money, the cap space. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say cap space, but have the have the room without going crazy and and field a competitive team. But I just I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Now, if somehow the wizardry works out and he finds his way to Atlanta, which mm-hmm. is slim to none, but oh man, mm-hmm. would you pay him sixty million a year for it? I would give him sixty million AAV, but I would make it front loaded. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Would you pay him eighty million for the first three years? What is that? What does that factor out to? So eighty, eighty, eighty. So you're two forty over three, 
And then you've got six more years here. Let's figure this out. So 80, 80, 80. And then let's say 40 for the next six. So 40 times six is 240. So 240 and 240. So that's 480 over nine years. If I believe he's going to age like uh-huh. Ichiro did, mm-hmm. then yes, I would Ooh. do that. I bet he does. Like, I don't think he'll be a top flight pitcher that whole no. time. I think he finishes his career as a hitter, but he can probably still club 25 home runs into his late 30s. And then he's a solid, like, top of the order, six or seven. He's He'll probably end his career like a Nick Markakis type where he can hit doubles and he's a smart player. Yeah, I'd be really curious. Probably play outfield. I was gonna say, I bet at some point he starts playing the outfield, but still, because that's how you squeeze value out of that kind of a deal. I man, I don't know. I don't know if I'd do eighty. I don't okay. know if I do eighty. I might do seventy or seventy-five. Okay. And front load it because I mean, like, like how old is he? He's gonna be thirty, thirty-one. Hmm. Um. Wait, this so- year? I think he's twenty-eight. 28 oh. or 29. Oh, then I might, I might, I don't know. I don't know. Like, let's say you gave him 80 over five years. That's $400 million. And then I would do that. 40 over the next five. So that's. Mm, that's steep, but I think I, I think I would do so that. So that's $600 million sign, dollars over 10 years. Something like that. All right. And we're back talking Shohei, talking contract. If I'm the Braves, right? And we're we're obviously that's the angle we're coming from. If yeah. I'm Alex Anthopoulos and I'm looking at signing a generational talent. Um, what's he gonna cost? What's he gonna bring? How long do we sign him for? Yada yada. Um, mm-hmm. although theoretically any other team could use this math. Um, over the break, uh, you sent a, a contract breakdown um uh, mm-hmm. that I thought was interesting. 80 for five. 60 for three and then 30 for three. Yeah. Um, and so that's two, seven, that's, that's 670 million. Yes, that sounds right. Which over 11 years breaks out to just shy of 61 total, 61 a year. I mean, if, if he's up for signing for that, um, mm-hmm. I don't think that's for what he brings. I don't think that's outrageous. Mm-hmm. I would even, I think if he wanted to defer some of that, let's say the we drop everything by like 10 mil and you just defer the rest of that over 20 years or something. I don't know however long he wants to defer it. Like, Shohei's going to be the, like the reason you sign Shohei isn't f- exclusively baseball. The reason you shine him, sign him, shine him, sign him is for everything. It's for him as a player and him as a marketing tool. Like if you sign him for his second contract, he's going to be like Mr. Brave everywhere. So mm-hmm. you almost would prefer to keep his contract short because the longer his contract goes, the more people are going to resent him. And you don't really want that. 
I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Bobby Bonilla doesn't care. But no. um, I don't know. I think, I mean, it definitely opens up a can of worms. But I think the value that he brings to your franchise is worth it. Because of who he is. And I think that's the part that kind of makes me excited. Oh, I would do it. I would do. I mean, and Anthopoulos is a guy that he'll go into the luxury tax if it's, you know, for show, hey. For, but I mean, a, a lineup. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know this is all theoretical, and there's mm-hmm. probably an impossibly low chance of this happening, mm-hmm. but a lineup where you go Acuna, Otani, uh-huh. Riley, Olsen. Probably at that point, Murphy Darno. Yeah, Albie, Ozzy. So or or Ozzy, that's true. Yeah, I would like Ozzy in that spot. Uh huh. Ozzy catcher, left fielder, Michael Harris. I just now, now if you shine, sh- sh- said it again. If you sign Shohei, you still have another year of Ozuna. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do that. And I think Rosario's off the books at the end of this year. Yes. Would you play Ozuna in left field? Um, I mean, I would look to move him first. Uh-huh. Find find a borderline team that's looking mm-hmm. for a DH. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly. I would I would probably platoon him. Mm-hmm. I think if you find a decent left-handed hitter, mm-hmm. that's I mean gonna make I mean your your left-handed hitter is gonna bat most of the time anyway. Mm-hmm. And if they play solid defense, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. Um but that's I mean that and that's the question is what do you do with Ozuna? I don't know. I wouldn't put him out there every day. Yeah. Um but hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's that part's interesting because we've got one more year of him. But after that, like what do you do? I think what'd be really cool is if they could get um if they could move Ozuna and get just like a glove first outfielder. Somebody who can spell Michael Harris, who you could, I mean, not like Snicker ever spells anybody, but somebody who you trust, like a Nicky Lopez who can play in the outfield. So you're thinking like like an Adam Eaton in his prime kind of guy? Yeah, like a, you know, Christian Pache type, like a dude who's just out there to play defense. And so this is this is this is the part of the pod where you sneak in your your secret love for bringing Christian Pache back. Maybe and that. So here's the deal. In that situation, I don't hate that. Because you don't need a bat at that point. Like if you've got Shohei in the line, who cares who's batting? I might as well lay it out there. Problem is, I can't play defense either. No, but, but I'll tell you, you know, it could be scary. Is, is me on the bench? Figures, because if you think, I bring the vibes. Well, but if you if, <laughs> if Pache figures it out. And you've got him in left, 
Mm-hmm. And you've got, I mean, eight, nine, him and Harris with that speed mm-hmm. in front of Okunia. I know it's, mm-hmm. oh, you just, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like video game type stuff. Yeah. Or Forest Wall or one of those bums. Like, put one of those guys out there. Yeah. It could happen. Um, other Braves news. Ozzy Albies to the IL. Sadness. He was doing really He was looking well. really good. He was really raking. He looked really good. Um, and and because of that, we bring the Von Grissom, your favorite left fielder. That is Von Grissom to keep a bench seat warm. I don't know what to do with that guy, Eric. I don't know what to do with him. I will admit, I am so annoying how little bench run guys get. Like, I'm so grateful that Nicky Lopez is getting actual time. Like, I'm surprised that Arcia got a day off and they got to use Nicky Lopez. But I think, like, Snicker needs to realize, like, guys could use a day off. Acuna could use a day to just sit. Like, give him a rest. Let guys get a day. Give Olsen a day. Like, I know nobody plays first base, but, like, let's just try. Let's try. But my biggest concern, and I think this is telling, is he was getting everyday playing time at AAA Mm -hmm. for development purposes. Why bring him up when your DH spot is pretty much settled? Your outfield mm-hmm. is pretty much settled, and you're going to start Nicky Lopez over him anyway. Why not? Oh, I, you know, I'm in complete agreement. I would have brought up like Luke Waddell or, or, or somebody Shoemake. or Braden Shoemaker, like somebody who can play more defense. Like, I know why. It's because his bat is there, it's respect, it's the idea. And I don't think they expected Nicky Lopez to have another really good day. So I think that's what they were thinking. But I don't know. Poo poo. Oh well. Um, I'm hoping that he gets some playing time. I hope we get to see him in the Giant series because I want to see him hit, and I think it's important to get him some run run because he could be a useful tool in a playoff series. Even though we're never going to use anybody off the bench, like I just want to see him get some more right more time. I and you've already used the option on him, so it's not like having him come up and down is bad. And he's been getting regular playing time. I think this offseason he gets some real development time in left field just because you want to be able to have that as a tool. Like if your second baseman can also play left field, that means that's two different spots that he can play. He just he doesn't hit the ball hard enough to play left field. Yeah, well. He's gotta he's gotta hit the gym too. I think that's the other thing. He needs to hit the gym. He's still like 21. Like he's a kid. He was drafted out of high school. He was drafted out of high school. The only reason he's gotten this far is because he was really good in the minors. Well, regardless, I mean, come on. Come on. He was good last year. He was he had a really good hot streak. And then uh-huh. he went cold as ice. Sure, sure. But then he had a decent spring training. And he's he been has... one of the better hitters in AAA. Like, I could see it. I could see it. He still leads the team in errors. Sure, but 
that's because he played shortstop for a couple weeks, and he's not he a shortstop. shortstop. We've determined for two weeks at the beginning yeah, of rough. the year. Yeah, I at know. the beginning of the year, we're we're entering <laughs> the middle of August, yeah, and he still leads the team in errors. I know, I know. Well, maybe we should put Eddie Rosario at shortstop and see what happens. Oh no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Did Ron you know Rosario. that he used to be? You know, he used to be an infielder. That doesn't shock me. Hmm. Isn't that weird though? Like, it's really think weird. of Eddie Rosario playing third base. He's, you know, you say you bring up Rosario. He's looked really good. Mm-hmm. Maybe not defensively, but with the bat, he has been. So, I'd be curious to see if they pick up that option on him next year or not. Would you? That's what I was gonna say. Would you bring back Rosario for another year, or roll with Olsen or Ozen or whatever his name is? Um, I think it would Braves. depend on who is available let's look you know what while we got while we're on it while we're on it let's just look at the free agent class real quick next mm-hmm. year let's see 2024 the field free agent class this is excellent podcasting right here well while you're I looking know. for that um i got to go to the taylor swift concert this whenever that was uh last week week and a half do ago you, do you shake it off i shook it off um, we are never, ever, ever getting back together. Oof. Um, Starbucks lovers. No, it was fun. It was really fun. Um, I immediately felt old because it was really, really loud and my ears hurt. Um, but it was really fun. Um, she's a really good performer and the music was fun. We had the best parking situation you could imagine because we were able to get there without too much traffic, a little bit, but like nothing crazy. But we were able to get to a parking spot where when the concert ended, we got out to the car real quick and then got to um got to the road before traffic started building up and we were going opposite of traffic. So it was great because we avoided a lot of the really ugly traffic and we were able to get home in a normal time. I was able to go to sleep and have normal amount of normal amount of rest. So it was good conundrum eric yes left next year's left field free agent class looks terrible okay with one notable exception uh-huh michael brantley who you've been wanting for years well am i so right no, he's not the exception he, he's gonna be 36 i don't want anything to do with him <laughs> but you did right oh for yeah for a while i did because mm-hmm. he just he's he, he's he is consistent, mm-hmm. and he would have just At been the left field be. version of Nick Markegas. Yes. Um, I don't think Nick or Michael Brantley is still playing. I bet he's retired by the end of this year. Oh yeah, no, he's got to be. He's mm-hmm. he's fell off the cliff. Um, obviously, there's the Rosario situation, but one mm-hmm. that intrigues me: mm-hmm. Jock Peterson. Mm-hmm. Jockery. Always a big Doc I, Peterson guy. I wonder if if a reunion would be worth it. I like this. I like this a lot. He doesn't solve our problem. Be, no, wait. Yes, he does. Because he is a lefty who hits righties better. 
And that's one of the big flaws on our team is that we mm-hmm. can't hit right-handed pitching. So that's a good thing. You know who else I'd be interested in? Is Actually, this wouldn't help. I was going to say Kike Hernandez, but he does the thing that we already do well, which is mm-hmm. he plays second base and hits lefties, and we're really good at that, so we don't need him. Um, I like Jock Peterson. I think that would be a really good, smart move. Plus, Jock Peterson's awesome, and I want him on my baseball team. I just you give him give him like a like a two year contract like a one mm-hmm. year with a with a mutual option mm-hmm. or a club option. Um, I think that'd be really cool. I, I know, think that would be really fun, even if he doesn't play every day. But I would play him on a regular basis. No, I mean, and, and maybe you platoon him, right? Mm-hmm. You get a you get a left field platoon going of of him, and you know, I don't know who else you can pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely consider this even more if Shohei is not a brave. Oh yeah. Because like then he can play some DH and he's just a good guy off the bench. He's fun. He's a winner. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's really good. Um yeah, that would be really cool. Would you kick the tires on Charlie Blackman or is he toast? Oh, he's toast. Okay. I figured, but you never know. Yeah. Yeah, what about Chris Bryant? Nah. Also toast. Toast. Anthony Rendon? No, no chance. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that, and it'll be really interesting to see what certain teams do. Like, I could see, like, the Yankees kind of undergoing the quasi rebuild be interesting if maybe the Braves kick the tires on an Ozuna for Giancarlo Stanton swap. Because the Yankees get one year of contract versus however many are on Stanton's deal. And the Braves get Stanton. That's a lot of money, though, for a guy that a lot of money. I don't think is producing to the level of his contract. Nor can he run. Did you see him get thrown out at second base or get thrown out at the plate on an easy like? Yep. Yeah, it was rough. It was bad. Yep. Um, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. Depending on how he comes back from injury. Mm-hmm. What about a Sam Hilliard? Yeah, I mean, I like Sam Hilliard, but we've had Sam Hilliard and he doesn't play. Well, he doesn't play. Why? Because he's Cause got, our coach doesn't use him. Now, young guy, <laughs> um, big pop, uh-huh. plays really good defense. Yes. Um, And you wouldn't need him to do much because he's mm-hmm. in the bottom third of the lineup. Right. And he's not going to cost an arm and a leg. Sure. But don't you think he's going to want to go someplace where he's going to play more? Huh? Don't you think he's going to want to go someplace where he's going to play more? Well, but that's what I'm saying is if we decline Rosario's option and we re-sign him, I see him as the everyday left field guy. I don't have any issues with it. I wouldn't even mind bringing him on as a bench option or a AAA non-roster invitee. I like Mm -hmm. Sam Hilliard. Um, I just don't think he wants to continue being here if he's never going to play. Like he's better off going to a team like the Angels or the Rays or somebody who uses a bench that wants a light hitting or like decent hitting guy that's going to play all over the place. Like I think that's what makes sense for him. 
that's fair. I just, I can't think of any internal options that we've got. Yeah. I mean, that's where it's like, depending on kind of what they're doing, like if they're going defense, um, that would be interesting. Next year, I have a feeling we start to see guys like Jesse Franklin, who's in the minors. Um, Drew Lugbauer played two years with Mississippi and has hit a ton of home runs at Mississippi. He finally got promoted to AAA. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a chance. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a chance doing um, or uh, getting a chance to crack the opening day lineup as just a bench option, but he'll probably spend most of his time at AAA next year. But Raves have some interesting I think he's the future DH. I, that could be that could be i think he's he would be a guy i don't know what his 40 man status is but there's a decent chance that he's on the bubble for a 40 man spot and i could see a smart team like i don't know who like the reds or the diamondbacks or whatever signing him as a uh what is that the rule five draft guy because he has pop he probably is a good clubhouse guy. That's why the Braves have been willing to keep him around. And with some coaching and seasoning, I bet he turns into one of those guys that'll hit 30 home runs a year. And like your classic first base, like a guy who's 32 or 33, but he hits a bunch of home runs and doesn't really do much else and develops his glove and he's serviceable. But if you're the Braves, you try to keep those guys. Huh? You think he's I'm sure he's fine. Field? He came up as a catcher. Hmm. So I'm sure he's fine. I mean, the reason you put him in catcher is because he's big and slow. But if he's playing first base, he can probably handle the dish just fine. Like I doubt he's a black hole out there. Hmm. Be interesting. Yeah. Be interesting. But he got he just got promoted and I was like, oh, that's a guy that could be really interesting and inter- and good. So We'll I see. was wondering why they hadn't promoted him sooner because he had been raking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my guess is they, I don't know. That is a really good question. I think he, he might have just hit, I don't know. I don't know what they've been waiting on. I would have moved him up a long time ago, but maybe he's got other holes. I can't say that I've scouted him, but I know a little bit. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe he's yeah. uh, one of those weird, crazy add him to the 40 man and makes the playoff roster kind of guys. Maybe. You never know. Wouldn't hurt. Done it before. Yeah. I mean, rather have him than Pablo Sandoval. That was literally what I was thinking. I was like, that's what happened with Pablo. <laughs> Speaking of Pablos, um, we have a choice to make. We have intro music that we can work in. Do you want to work in the new music or the, the Pablo music or the old music? Ooh, give me Pablo every okay. time. We'll stick with the Pablo music. Adios, this boy. <laughs> um, I'm assuming we're kind of wrapping up. We've kind of circled the drain yeah, on we've, things. We've did we? We already talked about who's coming. Um, overall, what do you think? What? How? What do you feel? How do you feel about the Braves so far in these last couple uh, weeks? I I just I, it's hard to find a weakness other than like maybe the back end of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Elder has pretty much settled into who he's going to be, mm-hmm. which is your fifth guy. He's going to go out there, give you innings, 
mm-hmm. most of them good. Mm-hmm. Some of them won't be. Mm-hmm. Um, Freed is back, mm-hmm. so he's looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't expect Kyle Wright to really contribute much when he comes back because he's got to get yeah. back in form. Yeah. Um, bullpen is looking really good again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, as soon as I, I don't like Michael Harris not doing well in the two hole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, I don't see another team where I look at and I go in a, in a seven game series. I'm worried. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers always scare the poo out of me because they just do so many things well and they're not afraid of that moment. So that's not a team I'm always looking forward to, but I think we have a better bullpen than them. Mm -hmm. And I think our power and lineup can match their power and lineup. So that's a team that I think would just be a really fun series um, and really interesting. There's certain guys like, if it's Freed versus Kershaw, I'm going to take Kershaw. If it's Strider versus Urias, I'm going to take Strider. Which is crazy because I would have never said that. I, But Urias has looked terrible this year. Um, Elder and Bobby Miller, I'd probably take Bobby Miller. Um, But so, like, I like the Dodgers rotation a little more. But it's I could see it going either way. Like, if Strider, like, because I think Str- Freed matches up with Kershaw and that's probably the matchup that I like the least just because I think Kershaw's a big game pitcher now he doesn't yeah. get blown up like he used to and he seems to always own the Braves so that's not a not a matchup I'm looking forward to but I think we um we'd be at home which would help Strider I mean Freed can be really good at home um and I'd be really interested about some of the other moves would you use Soroka in the playoffs this year or do you think he's done coming to the majors this year um man i don't know he looked really good in that last outing that he mm-hmm. had i know it got rained out and i know mm-hmm. he's working on it um mm-hmm. if i did i wouldn't let him pitch through the lineup more than twice mm, that's fair i think that's and that's good um i think i wouldn't be surprised if yanni chirinos gets dfa'd at the September call-up state so that we can get another look at Soroka. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I want to get, I want to give him a chance. Same thing with Kyle Wright. I think Kyle Wright and Soroka both get regular opportunities in the rotation and you skip a freed start and you skip a, definitely skip a couple of Strider starts just because Strider's already like, nearing the end of a really strong season. I wouldn't mind giving him two weeks to kind of chill. Mm -hmm. Um, Not like get out of shape, but like just light work and a couple of extra days. Um, Charlie Morton, that's the guy I was forgetting about. Charlie Morton's, he's a guy that in the postseason I have full confidence in. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you who else could be interesting. Who? Alan Winnens. He's been solid. solid. He's been really good. So it's, it's there. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that he was a substitute teacher out in California when he's not um, pitching. Seriously. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That's a little like, weird. imagine you're in high school and your teacher is, I mean, he's out in California. So it's not like he's a household name. It's not like it's 
Max Freed pitching or as your sub, but it's still pretty cool. So he flies back and forth? I guess so. Um, I think it's more like during the off season. So he's probably like during Christmas time. Okay. And like January, February, but still pretty cool. That's fun. Yeah. Gotta have your hobbies. Yeah. But yeah, I guess he's um got a background in teaching or something. And so he does substitute teaching in Bakersfield. Huh. Which is Ooh, just not really where you cool. want to do where you're yeah, not where you want to do your subbing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's probably close to home. Like Fair I'm sure he could get a substitute teaching job in Atlanta if he wanted to, but I think that's probably more chaotic than where you're from. And he probably has a house out there and family. So makes sense. I think it'd be cool. I did substitute teaching for a little bit and it was kind of fun. That's a good time. As long as you yeah. don't have like the horrible student, but yeah, that's uh, for another pod. Um, yeah. Eric, any uh, parting comments before we disband for the week? Um, no, other than that, I'm really glad we did this again. It was fun. Um, I'm sad that the angels didn't trade Shohei because that made our last podcast feel like just a pipe dream, but you know, it is what it is. It was fun to do a podcast, um, leading into the trade deadline because it's my favorite time of year. So it's fun. It's good to be back and I'm excited. How about you? It is very good to be back. Um, I've got my new house. I've got mm-hmm. everything rolling. I got my Freddie Freeman bobblehead here rolling. Um, but I'll tell you, it's just a whole lot of fun to watch this Death Star lineup just mm-hmm. rake. Who do you Michael think wins Harris. the MVP? Michael Harris. What is you doing, baby? <laughs> He'll get there. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Who do you think wins MVP? Ooh. I'm I was leaning Acuna. But I got to be honest, mm-hmm. Freeman has really pushed hard mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Yeah. It's also hard to argue with what Acuna has done overall body of work. Mm-hmm. So probably Acuna, although I would say Matt Olson's probably got to get in there with some votes, too. Yeah, I think if Freeman wins, there's something wrong. And that would bother me because I think Acuna has the biggest or the broadest resume. Olsen has the best case for someone not named Acuna. And I think the only reason why Freeman doesn't win is because the Braves votes get split amongst Acuna and Olsen. Mm. But I would probably say, oh gosh, that's so hard. I just, what's scary is the Dodgers are like right on the Braves tail. And if the Dodgers end up catching the Braves, it's going to be on the back of Freddie, who's just been on unstoppable. He's yeah. been red hot. And that's not exciting. So we'll see. It's going to be really interesting. I think this series against the Dodgers will be really fun because, I don't know, I think that's an opportunity for people to make a mark and make a statement. And so that'll be really fun. At this point now, with almost two full seasons behind us, would you rather have Freddie for his contract, or would you rather have Olsen for his? Olsen. I'm a big fan of Olsen. I like the pop. Fair enough. I think he fits this lineup really well. I would agree. Fair enough. Um, I think that's Which is crazy. Like, isn't it crazy to think that we were so quick to move on from Freddie after, like, everything he's done for the team? Um, I mean, yes, but also he accomplished what he set out to do. And so... Yeah. 
you know, wish and you I'm well, kind of go home. I'm glad that we don't have a sheriff in our locker room telling everybody that they better get in the lineup or else. Like, I don't like that. I think him and Dansby needed to go. Didn't yeah. like that. Even though okay. Ozzy's a little sheriff too. Yeah, but in a good way. Yeah. In a good way. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, Eric, for you, uh, we will sign it out and we will catch up with you guys again after the Braves absolutely demolish the Giants in the Mets. And the Giants again. All right. Good night, ATLians. See ya.